Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. And while you're there, please check out all the articles and podcasts updated daily. We appreciate when you share that on social media. We apologized for a short week last week. I had some things come up. I apologize to Rob and the listeners because we had a short week. It was completely my fault, but we're back at it this week. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Uh, We hope all of you guys had a great weekend. We appreciate you all joining us for the show. We have a lot of topics to break down and discuss, as we always do. We have Joe Biden begging Saudi Arabia to drill until after the midterms. We have Durham continuing to come up short in court cases. But before we get to that, I want to talk about a recent New York Times article that said this year when Joe Biden took questions from the media without the questions being approved, apparently his wife, Jill Biden, was enraged and wanted answers without a teleprompter. This guy is completely lost. He has no political skill, and I question if he even knows his own policies. Let's go back to Bill Clinton. We might not all like Bill Clinton, but if that son of a gun's teleprompter went out, he wouldn't miss a beat. In fact, his speech would likely be better. The reason for this is he knew exactly what policies he wanted to promote, and he believed in them. Obama and Biden are so bad off the cuff at delivering their message because even they are confused as to exactly what it is and how to say that to the American people. They always like to try and sugarcoat things and not give us what the real policies even are. And based on this reporting, it's obvious that Jill Biden is running the show in the White House. Yeah, maybe Barack Obama is pulling the strings on the policies being made. But it's like Jill Biden's leading Joe around on a leash like she's like he's her pet or something. She's got to take complete control of this guy. That's my little opening diatribe. But let me pitch to the host, the man of the hour, the man who always hits the marker, my friend, Rob Harper. How are you doing tonight? Andrew, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm doing great. And I, I got to say that everything that you just mentioned is spot on. You know, when we go off the air at night and during the course of the day, we're constantly in communication with each other, you know, sharing different news articles, things that are taking place, not sure that the other person saw it. So we'll, you know, send it out and then we'll, you know, discuss it. And then sometimes at night, we come on and we discuss it again. And we're trying to inform our listeners as to what is transpiring in our nation. I know a lot of people have their political positions and they take sides, and that's fine. But I think that we all need to take a step back and look at what's actually happening in our country, in our society. And what's happening isn't good. As you mentioned, Joe Biden and him not being able to go off script or if the teleprompter isn't working, he goes off script And he's just saying any and everything. 
I watched a news clip that was circulating around this weekend. Joe Biden was being interviewed by someone from NBC or MSNBC, Jonathan Capehart. And he was asking Joe if he was going to run for office again. And Joe said, well, you know, I'm thinking about it. I've got time and, and I plan to do it. Then he asked Joe about his wife, Dr. Jill Biden. Now, Dr. Jill Biden is not a medical doctor. She has a PhD. Look, I don't care if you have a PhD, if you call yourself a doctor, who cares at this point of the game? I mean, because we have a lot of medical doctors that are calling themselves doctors that should not be doctors. We have medical doctors that have bought into this wokeism of transgender, having kids to have sex changes as early as three. So if they're going to be called a doctor, then by God, let Jill call herself a doctor. It's one and the same. They've just diminished the profession anyway with all this wokeism. But I don't want it to deviate. I don't want to deviate. So Jonathan Capehart is asking Joe, who's sitting down in front of him about running for the presidency. Then he said, well, what about Dr. Joe Biden? What does she think? And Joe went completely blank in the face, silent. And then he said, Dr. Jill? Is it though, he's like, who is, who is, Jill's a doctor? No, this isn't the first time he's done this. He's confused his sister with his wife. When he sat down with Jake Tapper, he was dropping his notes. When he's meeting with world leaders, he's reading from his notes. There's a problem here. But the media is telling us that there isn't a problem. And the media on the left and the right, because the news journalist on a lot of these right-wing networks should be calling this out. I'm not talking about the commentators. I'm talking about the news journalists like Brett Bayer, who would just go in nonstop on something that Trump would say, well, he shouldn't have said this, and he shouldn't have this, and he shouldn't have that. Whereas you have an incompetent man sitting in front of the American people, unable to connect the sentences, unable to say anything without his little cliff notes, and you say nothing about it. Let's just move on. We don't make a big, make a big hair out of this. Let's just keep going. But everything that you said about Trump was a complete lie. That brings me to my next point. John Durham. I said this before. When he lost his first case with Michael Sussman. We had such high hopes for John Durham, thinking that, oh, John Durham is going to just crack the case. He's going to really get to the bottom of it. And he's going to expose everything that we know now to be untrue. We know that there was no Russia collusion. We know that. We don't need to take it to a court to find out. We know it by looking at the evidence, the evidence that the media on the left and the right refuses to show to the American people. They'll show it in a piecemeal fashion, and then they'll move on. But they will religiously say, that there was collusion, that people thought there was collusion. They will say it nonstop, but to present the facts, they can't do it. Why can't they? It's the facts. That's what you're supposed to do as a journalist, report the facts. Anyone going to journalism school right now, it is a waste of time. You're wasting your money. Just go out and get a book and learn how to write. Journalism school is a waste of money, a complete waste of money. But here we are with John Durham, 
Michael Sussman. That should have been a slam dunk deal. But you had a biased judge. Yes, a judge, a person who's supposed to interpret the law, a judge with a law degree, biased, letting anyone and everyone on the uh, jury. Then you had a biased jury, jurors. They were just completely, oh, we don't care. We just don't like Donald Trump. They hate for one man. You will corrupt the entire system, which is what happened. So Michael Sussman got off, acquitted, wasn't found guilty on anything. And at the point, I said that John Durham should just pack up his bags and go home. We did a show about it. I said, pack up his bags and go home. His valiant efforts, okay, good, go home. Now, if you recall, Bill Barr put John Durham in place. And John Durham has an impeccable reputation. But Bill Barr also said that there are certain, I don't know if he said crimes, but there are certain things that take place that's not good, but it's not necessarily say that it's a crime. That's what he said. It's not to say it's a crime, but it's chargeable, which is the reason why he didn't charge Andy McCabe. Andy McCabe lied to the FBI. Now, notice what I'm saying. He lied to the FBI. Lied. They didn't prosecute him. Well, because if we were to take a case, what jury would convict him? What jury could we find to convict him? Listen here. What jury could we find? He's supposed to be judged by a, a jury of his peers. But who would find him guilty, knowing that he's guilty? All the evidence says that he's guilty. But would they find him guilty? So Bill Barr said, no, we're not going to do it. It would be a waste of taxpayer money. But I'm going to put John Durham up here to look at all this other stuff, knowing that he wouldn't be able to find, uh, get a guilty conviction. So this latest guy, Denchenko, Russian, who happened to work for the FBI, John Durham himself questioned this guy. Well, he didn't question John Denchenko, but he questioned some of the folks who knew about Denchenko. What was the guy's name? I had written his name down. Not that it's significant, but uh, he was questioning this guy, an FBI agent, and the agent told John Durham, well, Danchenko, yeah, he worked for the FBI, and he helped us out in a lot of cases. He was real good. Never mind the fact that we tried to give him or uh, uh, Christopher Steele a million dollars to go out and plant evidence against Trump, to make up evidence against Trump so that it would buttress our case with Russia collusion. Now, it's made up but we just wanted them just to give us a little something, we would give them a million dollars. This came out in court. And this FBI agent said, yeah, but Danchenko, he was a really good agent and he worked with us and we really liked him. He helped us out on a lot of other cases. And when it came time to convict, they acquitted him. That's it. Now, John Durham is supposed to release a report with his findings saying, this is what we came up with, this is what we saw. Do you actually think that the media is going to allow the public to understand that report without saying, see that there's nothing there, he couldn't get a conviction. So this whole thing that we're saying with Russia collusion, it was right on target. We were right about it. Do you think that they will allow us to get to the truth? Absolutely not. They don't care. They don't want us to have the truth. We cannot, get, we cannot use the justice system to get the truth because the justice system is corrupt. All of them corrupt from Merrick Garland and including Christopher Wray, the FBI, they're all corrupt. Now, some were saying that the mistake that John Durham made 
is that instead of trying to hon in on Dan Chenkovich and what he had done, he was somewhat trying to indict the Department of Justice and the FBI. And he did that. He exposed them. I mean, we see what they're doing right now with parents going after parents because they don't want transgenderism taught in schools. They don't want CRT taught in schools. But you have these woke politicians, woke school administrators that are saying, no, we want this taught in school. And for what? For one little student, one little student who's confused. So you want to make all the other students suffer. You want to start a recruitment of students. You want kids to doubt who they are so that they can jump in this brigade of I'm a trans, I'm a this, take all that stuff and chunk it in the sea. I don't care about it. If we have to forego one to save millions, then by God, we have to do it. Because this is by design for them to destroy the country, the fabric of the country, to destroy our future generation. And people sit back and, oh, well, I'm voting for a Democrat. There is no reason at all that any Democrat should be up in the polls. None whatsoever. Because what they are pushing is damnation and abomination, and it is filth. It is garbage. It is not sustainable. We don't even have a functioning military at this point. Now, I know some will say, oh, yeah, but we got some weapons. They're telling you that to make you feel comfortable. But when you have missed all your recruiting marks, you can't get people to join the military. How can you tell me you have a sustainable military when Joe is going around kicking people out for not taking a Kool-Aid vaccine? But our media won't tell us that. We don't know it because the media is selectively telling you certain things. We are at a dangerous stage in our country, and people don't realize it. You have the media making light about everything. And you notice how the left, how they're actively getting behind candidates, actively saying, if you don't vote for this candidate, you're a racist. If you don't vote for this candidate, you're bad. Look at J.D. Vance, who came out and he slammed Tim Ryan for this whole thing with, oh, you're a racist because you don't want people coming across the border. He said, wait a minute, I'm married to an American Indian. How can I be a racist? I have brown kids. How can I possibly be a racist? Simply because I want to protect the border does not make me a racist. And that's what Republicans have got to start doing. And Tim Ryan looked like completely white. Not that he's already white, but Snow White. (laughs) When J.D. Vance hit him with that. But yet and still, people don't see what's happening. They're afraid. Oh, I don't want to be called a racist. So going back to my story about this whole justice thing. John Durham, well, time has run out for his grand jury. So there's no more he can do besides write his report. And who knows if Merrick Garland is going to let the report come out. And that's the reason why Merrick Garland wasn't worried about any of those cases. They weren't worried about John Durham being able to get a conviction because they knew that it wasn't going to happen. They don't care about John Durham's report because what will happen is that Merrick Garland will take the report, put it in file 13, lock the door, and we'll know no more about it. And people will still think that there was Russia collusion. Regardless of all the facts, there was Russia collusion. And that is the reason why I would hope and think that our conservative news organizations would do specials and run it nonstop as to this is what they lied about, but you know why they won't do it? And I'm going to finish, and I'll finish this on the other side of the, of the break. They won't do it 
because they want to protect an institution called the Department of Justice, called the FBI, that is completely flawed and riddled with issues. We need to shut it all down, Andrew. Yeah, and I think like Fox News or One American News, one of these networks really should have, after this election, put on, on like a one-hour special of Democrats who complained and questioned the legitimacy of the 20. 20- 16 election because they did nonstop with this Russia collusion nonstop. And then when President Trump brings up um, some legitimate concerns, they act like he's a total conspiracy theorist. They come up with this line, the big lie. And it's just so hypocritical because they did the same exact thing on an even bigger stage in 2016 after President Trump won and refused to accept the results of the election. I don't think Hillary is conceded yet. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Now the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. So when we went to break, Andrew mentioned about Democrats that have challenged the election. They mainly did it during 2016. They've done it, they did it during 2020. Let's just say this, whenever a Republican wins, Democrats want to challenge it. If the right challenges it, they'll say, "Ah, you're an election denier. You're trying to overthrow the government. You don't believe in democracy. You don't believe in democracy. And as you said, Hillary Clinton, is still out there peddling, but Donald Trump knows he was an illegitimate president. You had Maxine Waters, you had Nancy Pelosi to stand on the House floor and to rip apart the State of the Union address. That was bad, 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 bad. The American people saw it and children saw it. Now see, the media always want to throw in children. Oh, the children saw it. What are we telling them? 
Well, at that point, they were saying, oh, it's okay. If you don't like your opponent, you can act out, which is what they're doing now. Acting out. Jamie Raskin, who is one of the impeachment hearings uh, managers. If you go back and look at and pull the tape, you will see that in every election, whenever a Republican has won, he stood on the floor and said that he wants to protest it. He wants to deny it. He doesn't want voters' votes to be certified. Now, he can do it, but Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, and others, don't you dare do it because you're an election denier, and we'll have to have the Department of Justice to investigate you. We'll have to have the FBI to investigate you. Why is it that the FBI and the Department of Justice is constantly harassing American citizens who say that they're conservatives? Why is that? Why is it that Christopher Wray cannot give us a straight answer? I want him impeached. I want Merrick Garland impeached. I don't want to hear people saying we don't have time for that. We do have time for it. We can make time for it. And if you think that it's reciprocity, I don't care what you think. Yeah, exactly. It's time for Congress to do what the Department of Justice and the FBI want do because they have become too political. It is time for Congress to do their job and go after these individuals. Right. And that's when we take back Congress in November, like with what we've seen with uh, Steve Bannon recently ending up in prison because he did not cooperate with this sham January 6th committee. That's just infuriating to me. This guy listened to President Trump. He has 100 percent executive privilege because um, he was in contact with the president at the time. He has no, in my mind, legal obligation to uh, participate in this sham, this January 6th committee. And here they find a way to put another um, Trump loyalist in prison. It's just sad and it's political revenge. It is political revenge. Now, he hasn't gone to prison yet. The judge said that he will allow him to stay out while his, he has an appeal, which I find rather interesting because the case should have never made it that far. Look at Eric Holder. Look at Loris Lerner. Eric Holder with Fast and Furious, Loris Lerner with the uh, tax situation, uh, Janet Reno, a former attorney general. They were in contempt of Congress, and no one moved, no one acted to seek the justice system on them. But when it becomes on the right, we have to do it, because what they're doing is they want to just denigrate and say that everything that Trump has Trump on it is wrong. It's wrong. It is not wrong. What is wrong is these judges. Some of them Trump might have appointed. Doesn't mean that they're not in the swamp. But it's these judges who are making wrong decisions, decisions that will come back and will haunt us. I mean, you just look at it, like you said, Steve Bannon. Why is there even, why, would, why did this even make it to the courts? A judge should have said, I don't want to hear this because I don't know what it's about. It's all political. The same thing with Roger Stone. This is all political. This is all political theater. I don't want any part of it. No, some will say, yeah, but look at what happened with uh, Biden and the uh, student debt when it went before the Supreme Court. And Amy Coney Barrett, she said that uh, she wasn't going to knock it down. She, so she's obviously siding with, uh, with Biden. Well, uh, there are two thoughts on this. One, what she did is said that the people who brought it before the court had no legal standing, meaning that it doesn't affect them. So why are you bringing a case before the court? The same thing that happened during the election when the Texas attorney general 
decided to do what the Pennsylvania Attorney General did not do, would not do, and challenge the votes. And the court said, we're going to dismiss this because you have no standing here. Well, they were right. You're in Texas. The Attorney General in Texas, should, I mean, in Pennsylvania should bring this out. But see, what? the media won't explain this to the American people. So the American people will think, oh, well, no, the court ruled that, you know, it was right. No, the court didn't. The court said, Texas Attorney General, you have no standing in Pennsylvania. So what should have happened is that the Pennsylvania Attorney General should have stood up and said, okay, he does it, but I do. But the Pennsylvania Attorney General did not because he was corrupt. Go ahead, Andrew. Right. Maybe you can explain this to our listeners. Um, just this past weekend, the appeals court has actually put a hold on Biden's student loan payouts. Uh, what does that mean? It's not dead just yet from what I'm reading, but uh, it's another hurdle that they have to go through before they start uh, paying off these student loan debts. No, it, it's, it's, it's not dead. And what happened is that I think the attorney generals from different states, they're now coming in. I haven't read it, but they're coming in and they're saying, okay, he doesn't have the legal authority to do this. Now, if those attorney generals did not base their opinions or their case upon their individual state saying that this is how this will hurt our state, if it was just something broad, the course will keep it there and then they'll say, okay, we're going to dismiss this because you have no standing. It has to be something whereby it is going to affect that particular state or affect the person who's bringing it before the courts and where they're bringing it. Now, if you were to bring it before a local court and say, okay, we don't want to do this, a local court can say, okay, you're not going to do it. But then you would have an appeal court who would say, you have no standing. The, the local court can't make this decision, but we can make the decision. So we're going to say this is going to be abstain or we're going to withhold this. And then they would have to take it to the state Supreme Court and then try to get it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. So when they're moving these different cases, it has to be a legal standing whereby it is going to affect the masses or you have a legal standing to make to bring that case before the court. Otherwise, the court is just going to say this is a waste of time, which is what should happen with John Bannon. They should have looked at this and said, this is a waste of time. This is all political. I don't want to hear this. But see, you have judges that have become political activists. Look at Katandra Brown Jackson. She should not be on the Supreme Court. She should have never made it to the Supreme Court. If they want to impeach someone, impeach her. She shouldn't be on the Supreme Court. She's not qualified. I'm just going to say it. The only qualification that she has is that she's a Black woman. Other than that, she's not qualified. Okay. Her jurisprudence does not meet the standards for being on the court. And no one would challenge her because they were afraid. If we challenge her, they're going to say, oh, we're against Black people. Okay, the cat is out the bag now. We need to start pushing back and pushing back heartedly. Look at Carrie Lake. Why don't you mention her, the person who's running for governor in Arizona. Brilliant. Sure brilliancy. The way she is attacking the media and putting it back in their faces, which is what all Republicans should be doing. We've been doing it on this show for the longest. I mean, she's calling them out saying, you're talking about election deniers, but look at all the 100 plus Democrats that have challenged elections. Why aren't you guys covering that? And to this day, they haven't said anything about it. They'll just run the tape of her saying it, but they won't go down and say, wait a minute, this is odd. The Democrats, they did challenge elections and they continue to do so. So why is it that they can do it and the other side can't do it? You see, once you start allowing this to happen and it goes unchallenged, people will assume, 
well, this side is right and that side is wrong. We said this earlier on during the beginnings of our show, the infancy of our show, that Republicans cannot afford to allow Democrats to define them. That is the reason why Donald Trump fought so hard. And when you look back at it, people, well, I didn't like him because of his tweets. What? You didn't like him because of his tweets, but his policies you were benefiting from. So you decided to prop up a imbecile, a man who's considered the dumbest senator on the Hill that they reinvented to make him seem as though he's smart. You want him in office as opposed to a man who cared about the country. Oh, well, he was a racist. He said this about illegal aliens. Well, it's true now. Can't you see it? They weren't sending their finest. He said some of them might be here. But then there are those that are coming here that are rapists and they're murderers. And they're drug dealers. Look at the fentanyl that has crossed the border. No one's going to talk about it? Joe Biden has a constitutional responsibility to withhold the laws of the country and to protect us from foreign invaders. Right there, he has broke the law. Right there, he should be impeached. There's no in-betweens, there's no if, ands, or buts. He should be impeached on the fact that he has a dereliction of duty in protecting our borders and protecting our citizens because he has allowed foreign invaders and they have come here with weapons of mass destruction. Look at the fentanyl. Yeah, total open border policies, I might add, too. In Arizona, uh, the Biden administration is actually um, suing them because they put uh, railroad carts in the spots that the border wall is not to try and block people from getting over the border. And the Biden administration saying, no, you can't do that. We've got open borders here. You can't be blocking our border. Um, it just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And what is the purpose of not protecting our borders? Because they want to change the demographics. Change the demographics of what? Change the demographics of America. We want more brown and different colored people here. Now, how racist is that? Think about it. It's it's completely racist. You're not happy with the makeup of the country because you feel that, oh, we don't want, we don't like those people. We want other people. So you want to bring in people who are incompetent, who don't have job skills, that we'll have to support, that will be a burden on our system. But you just want to get them here because we don't like the, we don't like the makeup of our country. You know, it's too many white people. Really? Uh, you don't think that's racist? You, you don't think that's racist. And if you're bringing those people here, I thought you said this country was racist. Why would you bring them here in the middle of racism? No one is thinking to like just break this down. And as you said, Andrew, you would think that One American News, Newsmax or Fox would give like a special and say, look, this is what's being said. I mean, they're the highest rated news organization, all you have to do is put together a story and put it out there. Now, I did notice that they put together some piece on the trial of Hunter Biden that they're running on their online streaming. Okay, well, run that during the day also, because everyone doesn't have your online streaming. Do a special and say, we want to show you this. Oh, but they can do a special on Trump and why people think he did this. We don't care about that nonsense. We need the facts. Okay, the media is not giving us the facts. And as Clarence Thomas said, we need to rethink the role of the media in our country. Now, the media will hang its hats on the fact that the Constitution said that that we're supposed to keep them, uh, keep our elected officials in check. 
and keep them honest. Well, you have not done that for the past two decades. The only thing you have done is supported candidates. And it's even more so now the candidates that they're supporting. I mean, have you noticed that? I mean, they openly are saying vote for this person, not for that person, because that person is a racist. Look at what they're doing to Carrie Lake. Look at what they're doing to J.D. Vance. Look at what they're doing to Dr. Oz. There is no reason why Dr. Fetterman, the truth should not come out. Why isn't the media saying we need to see John Fetterman? Not Dr. Fetterman. Right. No, he's not a doctor. (laughs) He's not a doctor. John Fetterman. Get ahead of myself. John Fetterman. Oh, and here's the here's the other kicker I found out the other day. His wife is from Brazil. She's bisexual. Not that it matters, but it matters when you're uh, dealing with identity politics. And she's pretty much running the show. So they're selling themselves as a package deal. You get him, you get me. Because the intent, as I've said all along, is that if he gets it, if he's able to best Dr. Oz, and God, I hope not, he will step down and allow his crazy wife to take on the position, which is what happens. These congressmen will die and they're the wife. Everybody, oh, we feel so sad. Let the wife take out his term, serve the rest of his term. What do you mean let her? We didn't vote for her. Have a special election. Why should we just give it to her so that she continue his life works? That's what happened to uh, Ted Kennedy when he died. Well, let's let his wife finish his work. What What for? Yeah. This, this is me- about a sympathy case. This media is so corrupt. It's when they actually do say something that goes against a Democrat, even a little bit, it's almost shocking. Like I sent you an article last week about Sonny Hostin from The View coming out and saying that Raphael Warnock underperformed and Herschel Walker overperformed during the debate. I was really shocked that she actually admitted that. And of course, the rest of the hosts on The View uh, disagreed with her, but I was surprised that Sonny Hostin, probably the most liberal host on The View, came out and said Herschel Walker uh, did a better job than Warnock in the debate, which is exactly what we've been saying on our show for the past two weeks. We've been saying it. Uh, Herschel Walker isn't an eloquent speaker, and I don't care. We have too many eloquent speakers that are there that are busy lying nonstop. Now, when I go back to John Fetterman and how the media is trying to prop him up and how they're saying, oh, well, he's, he has a disability. He does not have a disability. Please stop it. Whenever they can't perform, they will try to attach an identity tag on them. He has a disability. And that's the reason why you know, his speech is this way. They said the same thing about uh, Biden, or they're saying the same thing. He has a speech impediment problem. He doesn't have a speech impediment problem, and people with speech impediment problems should speak out and say, stop lying. He's old. He's fragile. He's inequipped to to fulfill the responsibilities, the office of the presidency. It is time to evoke the 25th Amendment. Now, remember how many times, Andrew, the media on the left and the right kept saying, are they going to invoke it? Are they going to? Now, mind you, there was no need whatsoever to invoke the 25th Amendment. But they had you thinking that there was, because they had you thinking that Trump is crazy, Trump is deranged, and Trump is that. Whereas you see with your very eyes, your eyes aren't lying to you. Joe is not fit to serve. He should not be in that office, especially when he's talking about an Armageddon with Russia. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break. Yeah, and it's a disaster. He's now got our oil reserves at at least a 40-year low. 
um, something that most presidents don't even take from unless if we're in a time of war and here's Joe Biden just um, relaxedly just taking oil from the reserves, begging Saudi Arabia. He's gotten us in such a mess and it's going to continue to get us in such a mess um, unless if we can turn this House and Senate red and stop the bleeding until 2024 when we can get a new uh, man in the White House that we desperately need. Now work from our sponsor, Healthy Cell. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com and it costs nothing to go to the website, check out the products, see if any of them look right for you, and you can now save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. So you just simply go to HealthyCell.com, find what product you're looking for, and you can get 25% off of savings with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. It entered the mention the oil preserve when we were going to break. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you guys realize or not, but I'm completely just, I'm at, I'm at a, I want to say I'm at a loss of words, but I have a lot to say. But I'm just dismayed at how the media has just coddled this administration. They've coddled liars. They've coddled the destruction that's taken place in our country, telling us that it's not happening. And we see that it is happening with our schools, with our society. I mean, the other day they had this trans guy, Dylan, who was out prancing around saying he's going to the White House to meet Joe Biden. Now, I don't know if you saw that clip or not, Andrew, but it was a man. Dressed up like it. a woman. Well, you didn't miss much. But it's, it's scary because they're putting this out there for our kids. 
He is a grown ass man pretending to be a woman and women should be up at arms. They should say, this makes no sense. Stop this. If he wants to play house, that's fine. We don't need it on the public scene. This is wrong. Just for a small group of people that make up about 2% of the population, we're giving them all this airtime. What for? What for? Whereas other countries are busy trying to, they're planning our demise, and, and we're trying to plan some coup with some man who doesn't know if he's a female or whatever, and we're going along with it. Congress must do what our justice system will not do. They must go in and act laws and pass laws and say that we will keep our pronouns as he and she and they and them. And it's not no in-between with what the AP is saying. The AP Associated Press as far as I'm concerned, take them and chunk them across the Atlantic Ocean. We don't need them anymore. We don't need CNN. We don't need MSNBC. We don't need the Washington Post. And we certainly don't need Maggie Haberman. What is she good for? But for lying and creating more chaos. The oil reserves. Why are we even messing with the oil reserve? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the media is afraid to come out and say that Joe Biden has committed treason, that Joe Biden should be impeached because he went to a foreign adversary. He went to Saudi Arabia and told them, don't do anything until with the oil until after the election. And Saudi Arabia is coming out and saying that he tried to strong arm us and no one wants to report on it. Where's Fox News? Where's Newsmax? Why aren't you reporting on this? This is a big story. Oh, but you can report on, well, Trump, he, he says something to the Ukrainians about Biden's son. Uh, okay, let's, let's dig into that a little bit more. Because why was Biden's son, Hunter Biden, making all that money? A drug dealer. Well, I don't know if he was dealing with drugs, but who knows? But we know that he was hooked on drugs. And the laptop? The FBI sitting on it? I, I'm going to say this. The same thing what I say with John Durham. Nothing will happen to Hunter Biden by the Department of Justice. Nothing will happen to Hunter Biden in Delaware. He will, if they charge him, he will work out a deal and then he will keep on walking because you know why? He has white privilege, white privilege of a Democrat, which is what the Democrats claim they don't like. But when it comes to their own, he has white privilege. So don't think that a judge is going to haul him in and throw him in jail. It's not going to happen. It will never happen. OK, it's not going to happen because they feel sorry for Joe Biden. Think about it. They don't care about this country. They're busy feeling sorry for an incompetent. Old man that has dementia. They're more concerned about him and about his reputation than they are about the country being dragged down. These are the judges that we have here. Protecting this administration. So if we want justice, if we want something to come out of this, we're going to have to rely on Congress. We're going to have to get to the polls and make certain that we vote red up and down, red, red, red. Now, there's a situation that's taking place here in Utah. I want to look this up really quick because I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, he's going against Mike Lee. Yeah, I'm bringing all this out because if we don't do it, the media seems to be completely lost about doing it. Let's see here. It's not, okay. Uh, there is a guy who's running, Evan McMullen. That's who he is. Evan McMullen is a wolf in sheepskin. He's supported by Adam Kissinger. He's supported by the Lincoln Log Project. 
He's coming out saying that he's Republican. He is not a Republican, folks. Don't be deceived, Utahans. Do not. I think Mitt Romney is even supporting him because Mitt Romney is refusing to endorse Mike Lee. Mitt Romney. We need to chunk Mitt Romney out of the Republican Party. Okay. When the Republicans, and they, they must take control. When they win in November, and I know that uh, Kevin McCarthy, he wants to be the Speaker of the House and whatnot and all this, but if he can't come out and denounce Mitt Romney and all those other rhinos that are in on the Hill, then we don't need him. He needs to come out and completely denounce all of them and say, Mitt Romney, if you're serving on anything, we're taking it from you. Any chairmanships, we're taking it from you. Because we want you to understand that we don't want you in this party. It's just time to clean house. Okay, we can't rely on the Justice Department. We can't rely on the FBI because it's completely corrupt. Now, some are saying, well, how do we clean it up? You stop funding them. Well, if we stop funding them, so many other parts of the country is going to suffer. No, they won't. You stop funding them at its core and say, we're giving you no more funding. And no, we don't want you to clean yourself up. We're going to clean you up. And if you want to show that you mean business, then you drag Christopher Ray out and you throw him to the wolves and don't care about what he had a stellar career. Who cares? He's destroyed the country. He's destroyed the infrastructure of the FBI. I don't care about him. I don't care what he's done in the past. To me, it's meaningless. I want him to go down. I want Merrick Garland to go down. I want Dr. Fratchy to go down. I want Nancy Pelosi to go down. I want Chuck Schumer to go down. I want Liz Cheney to go down. I want Joe Biden to go down. I want these folks to hit it hard. That is the only way we can come back and say we have justice. And all those judges that are out there making the wrong decisions, making political decisions, I want them out also. So yes, I want a complete house cleaning. Because this country, what we've gone through with these lies is unacceptable. When you look at the Constitution, when you read the law, and you will see that a lot of things that they're doing is completely unlawful. But you know why they can do it? Because they're in power. The Constitution is designed that way. The party that's in power, they have first pick. They're over all the leadership committees. They're over it all. And then when you have Republicans like Liz Cheney acquiescing, sitting in agreement and coming out saying, well, if I have to go out on the road and vote for Democrats, support Democrats, I will. OK, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. It's OK. You say you don't like Trump. But now you're saying you're going to go out on the road and support Democrats. So you're supporting their policies. You're supporting their policies of letting illegals come here. You're supporting their policies of no cash bail. You're supporting their policies of abortion. You're supporting their policies of CRT. You're supporting their policies of discrimination. Plain and simple. That's what she's doing. That's what Mitt Romney is doing. You, you can't be on the right and support those policies. Well, no, what we're doing is because these policies, they're, they're racist. No, uh-uh. Just leave the party. So again, I would say to Utah, Evan McMullen. And if you, some of you recall, he tried to run for the presidency. McMuffin. Yeah, McMuffin. 
he's a weird looking guy, is not a Republican. Don't get it confused. I don't care how much. Well, Mike Lee did this. Okay, fine. But we don't need McMullen because he's giving power to the Democrats. Well, this is what Republicans are. No, you're not. See, this is what happens. When Republicans allow the media to defend them, that is the reason why so many people like Trump, because he stood up and he fought back and he said, no, I am not this. I've never yeah. forget that situation. Let me just make this one comment. The situation that took place when they had the, uh, I think the white supremacists or the Klan people in some state, and he said that there are good people on both sides. Oh, he was saying that the white supremacists, he said, no, I wasn't saying that. Listen to what I'm saying. But see, the media tried to turn it around, Andrew. Yeah, exactly. They sure did. And you remember this McMullen when he did run for president in 2016. Some of the media actually tried to act like he had a chance. They're like, well, maybe nobody likes Hillary and nobody likes Trump. So maybe uh, McMullen's going to be the big spoiler here. What a joke that turned out to be. I think the guy ended up with like less than half of 1% of the vote. I mean, his run was a total disaster. Switching gears slightly, um, I want to just briefly mention before our time is up here, there's an incident in North Carolina where they've got a trans on the volleyball team. And this girl came, or this guy, I guess, came up and spiked a volleyball on the opposing team's player. The ball went over 70 miles per hour and bounced off this female's face. And now she's got a serious head injury as a result of it. Uh, This trans, obviously, with more strength than your average high school female. And uh, other schools in the area are coming out and refusing to play them in volleyball. They're actually forfeiting the game, saying, um, you know what, we're not necessarily... um, trying to make any kind of statement here. This is just for our safety of our students. It is not safe for our girls to be playing against this boy um, playing in a woman's sport. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, some of these North Carolina schools refusing to play this volleyball team with a trans player? Well, as I was listening to the story, I was saying to myself, what they've got to do is refuse to play. And like you said, they, they are refusing to play and they're saying that they're not trying to make a statement. It's for the safety of their players. No, make a statement. Make a statement, be loud and be heard. You got to stop saying you're not going to try to make a statement because a statement needs to be made. And if you don't make a statement, this will keep happening. He is a boy. If he wants to play, you go get your trash team and you play. Okay. That's what not that wasn't what Title IX was for, but Biden wants to destroy Title IX. And he wants to and let transgenders go in and play in female sports. Where the heck are these feminists? That is a reason why you weren't taken seriously, Gloria Steinem. Because we knew in the moment of inflection, when it really counted, that you were going to bend the knee the same way you bent the knee with Bill Clinton when he was out doing some of the things he was doing to women. You're going to bend the knee. You're going to look the other way because it wasn't beneficial for you to say anything about it. I would say to all the folks in North Carolina, make a statement, be loud, be clear and be bold. We don't want this here. This is nothing but some type of Frankenstein experiment. Yes, I said it. And we've got to call it out. Yeah, and it's unfortunate this young lady suffered a serious head injury because you and I've been calling this out for years that this was going to happen in some of these sports, they're physical sports. And uh, when there's the athletic disparity between men and women, 
uh, the women are going to be the ones that end up suffering these bad, horrific injuries uh, because they can't compete with men. I mean, there's a reason that there's men's sports and there's women's sports. And when you let men uh, just try and say that they're changing their gender and now all of a sudden that they can compete in women's sports, it just ruins the entire uh, playing field and it's no longer a level playing field. And you're going to see injuries off of that. And the injuries are going to be the biological women. As you said, where are the feminists uh, sticking up for these athletes in uh, situations like this? It was, it's all about power for them. As long as they're getting money in their coffers, you're not going to say anything about it. Just give us all the money and we won't say anything. Look at Randy Weingarten. She's a lesbian. She's head of the teachers union. Yes, I'm going to say what she is because the left always talk about identity politics. It shouldn't matter. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. Okay. When I walk out, the one saying, oh, he's heterosexual. Oh, yeah, but they know it. Okay. We should not be defining things based upon sex, but yet still here we are. But back to the point, look at her. She's over in Ukraine trying to look at their schools, whereas our schools are suffering. I was listening to Stacey Abrams the other day in Oprah Winfrey, Stacey Abrams. If I don't get elected, what are we going to do about our trans kids who can't play with their friends? What? What does it have to do with anything, Stacey Abrams? <laughs> See, their, their focus is on the wrong thing. It's going to be frightening if Stacey Abrams doesn't win. She needs to, again, <laughs> she should lose bigly. I mean, it, and I said this in the beginning, Republicans should be way out front. Now, I, I hear people saying, oh, we have like 18 days or 19 days before the election. And, you know, it's looking good. It's looking good. And I, I feel, you know, it, it looks good. But don't underestimate the left's ability to cheat. Don't underestimate the Department of Justice ability to defend them. Don't underestimate the FBI's ability to defend them either. Yeah, exactly right. Speaking of Oprah, do you think that she still has a political pull in her uh, current state? I mean, obviously, she's been off air for many years. Here she is coming out hard for Stacey Abrams. I made a joke a moment ago saying it would be frightening if Stacey Abrams did not win. That's actually the quote that Oprah Winfrey used. Uh, do you think that she's got much juice uh, politically, Oprah Winfrey, these well, days? In those circles, she has Jews. Look at Barack Obama. He's coming out. I think he endorsed John Fetterman. John Fetterman, who is a flawed candidate, just like Joe Biden. John Fetterman, who struggles with cognitive issues because of two strokes and a heart attack. But the media is saying, oh, no, they're okay. Look at Barack Obama. Barack Obama endorsed him. Stacey Abrams, who's clearly obese, who should not be out there. She should be on a treadmill. And she's out, if I don't win, look at democracy is going to suffer. Stacey <laughs> Abrams, who said that Georgia, and, and uh, Biden said it also, is Jim Crow laws, keeping blacks from voting. But now we see that record numbers of blacks have come in to vote. No one wants to say anything about that. No one wants to address it. It's like, oh, no, 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 there's, there's nothing to see here. Now, think about it. Record numbers of people came out and voted in Georgia, and they're saying that the voter suppression and she got the all-star game to be moved from Georgia, black Georgia, to Lily White, Colorado. And the media has said nothing about it. Again, Congress needs to come in when they win, and they need to lay down the gauntlet. And I mean, go after all these people viciously. I want them all locked up, chunked across the ocean, and I don't ever want to see them again. And if some of you might say, oh, that's so cruel, I don't care. I am more concerned about the survivability of our great 
nation and not these people with these crazy warped Frankenstonian ideas. Yeah, very well said. I can't believe it. Our time's already up tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.